Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 265, Drink It To You podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Saturday going? Uh, late Saturday night here for me in uh, Drink It To You podcast studios, which I'm really, I mean, I'm just shoved into a closet over here. It's nothing special. <laughs> I got all my empty uh, liquor bottles above me. And dude, it took me so long to get the sound right tonight. It's like I've noticed this before, like uh, when you, you like play music or like you play drums or something. Like the the climate totally affects the sound, and I know it affects the instruments themselves. You know the humidity or whatever, however cold it is. It feels like sound travels less in the cold for some reason. It just like kills it. You know, just smothers it. Um, but yeah, it took me so long tonight to get the sound down. And I think I did a pretty good job. I think I got a nice tight sound after a million intros to this episode to figure out if it sounds decent or not. It's like, okay, the mic's too far away. Oh my God, the mic's too close. You got to turn the mic a little. It's just the whole fucking ordeal, you know. Uh, but now we're here. Episode 265. Uh, I got my uh, Twisted T right here in front of me. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. I like it. I like the Twisted T, you know. It's a great alternative to beer. Outside of this, I can't think of anything else that's not carbonated that you can buy from a store at any time um, that has 5% alcohol. Like, I, all I can think of is White Claw. Obviously, you got beer. Um, I'm sure there's some. Uh, Steel Reserve, yeah, that's that's carbonated too, even though it's flavored. It's really all I can think of that's actually decent. I'm sure I've tried a lot over the years. What was that Strawberita one? It almost looks like a Bud Light can. They rip Bud Light's colors off so bad, but it's just not. I think even that one's carbonated. Uh, but anyways, uh, this is the best thing I've found. So if you got them, drink them. Bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. Maybe it's because I'm from the South. Is that why the twisted T slaps? <laughs> it's because I'm Southern. You know, I've never really felt like I'm from here, though, to be honest with you. Like, I, I just don't like, I don't know. I don't want to call it the culture. I just don't like a lot of people around here, you know? Everybody's in it for themselves. Look how much I got and you don't have. It's, it's just lame. I hate it. You know, but... um. I guess if I had to pick a place that I think I was born in, I guess it'd be California. The East Coast doesn't feel quite right. Um, maybe I'm a little bit hippie-ish. I don't know. What, what defines a hippie? Really? I really don't know. Uh, but anyway, that was really good. I'm taking my second drink already. Just got finished watching UFC... Um, and, and this always happens to me, man. I'm like, I finally remember about, I watched the stars game earlier, which, oh boy, that was a shit show. Uh, we scored, I don't know. We scored three goals in the game, but only one counted. There was an offside, a goalie interference, and then we got one goal. We end up losing. I don't even know where Columbus is at in the standings, but I can't imagine they're great. And we end up losing four to one. It's like, dude, are we, we're just on a, a downturn right now. 
Ever since the All-Star break, we had one good game, the first game coming back, and ever since then, it's like overtime loss, overtime loss. Tonight, regulation loss. It's like, all right, well, I guess the overtime losses don't seem so bad now. You're at least getting a point out of the thing, you know? Um, But I kind of have a theory, and I know this is going to sound stupid, and it is stupid, (laughs) but I kind of have a theory. I don't think the Dallas Stars practice three-on-three. I don't think the Dallas Stars practice for a shootout. I don't even think it's relevant in the coach's mind. And there's a reason for that. The reason being that why would you practice for something that's not even going to be, you know, in the playoffs? It's not even a part of the playoffs. When it goes to overtime, it's five on five until someone scores. There's no shootout. There's no three on three. So why even practice that? You know, just throw the guys. And I, I it really kind of looks like that's what's happening because we have no strategy <laughs> when we go to three on three overtime. You know, it's not to say our guys don't have skill in the shootout. They do, but, you know, it's not something that's practiced. It feels like when we had a, who was it? Uh, Dave Tippett. It feels like that's all we, it was like the complete opposite. We're losing games and and regulation, but if we go to overtime or shootout, we're solid. (laughs) It's like, is this, is this all we're doing in practice? Is just shootout stuff? Like, we're really good at this part of the game, but it doesn't come very often unless you get there so that's my little theory that's what i'm telling myself to make myself feel better um why why we're having such a tough time after the all-star break robertson being our only goal our only all-star going i mean he can't save the team people you know jamie ben's been playing well i'm not gonna ride him at all he's been playing so fucking well uh tyler sagan looking at you buddy once again, just where are you? <laughs> you know, I mean, I guess, I don't know. When we first got him, it just felt like he was going to be this amazing young stud goal scorer. And he's just not. I, I don't know what intangibles he brings to the <laughs> to the ice that make him so worth it. There's, I just don't see. I, he scored in the shootout the other night. It's like, yeah, you it, you have to score when there's no fucking other players on the ice other than the goalie. Or the only other way he seems to score is on an empty net. <laughs> it's like, dude, what? Is, I mean, he's just like riding Robertson's coattail. You know, he was supposed to be what Robertson is. And I know they're different, you know, different players, different body types, whatever. He just ain't got it, man. It's It's like... There for a while, I was feeling, you know, I used to be my my joke with my friends that that like the Boston Bruins. Thanks for Sagan, by the way. I said that for years. I don't say that shit anymore. They they knew what they were doing. (laughs) They got rid of a, I mean, how many goals is he going to reach this season? 20? 25? That's not good. You know, I mean, I guess it helps. You know, um, and I'm I'm not even expecting him to win or be on top of uh, the goals every season of the league. I mean, that's hard to do with Ovechkin around. Which, by the way, Ovechkin's dad just passed last week. That's really sad. 
I know that really hurts. It's, it sucks. Just look how close Ovechkin is to breaking that Gretzky record. You know? And his, it just always seems to happen that way, man. It's like you couldn't have given his dad another year. Universe. God, whoever you want to talk to. You couldn't have given him another year to let his son break that record that no one ever thought anyone would ever come close to breaking. No one ever thought. I mean, I, he's called the great one for a reason. It's just it's starting off your career in the NHL. It's like, Jesus, I'll never score that many goals. And Ovechkin is on his way there. It's like his... Ah, it just sucks. Man... I mean, I guess his, his dad got to see him win a Stanley Cup. So that's good, you know. But, and I want to talk about that too, just for a second. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast. You know, I, I, I pretty much like I am the same person whether I'm on this podcast or whether I'm talking to people. So it's really hard to keep straight what I've said on the podcast and what I've said to like a friend <laughs> or what I've said on the internet to Twitter. You know what I mean? Like it's really hard to keep it straight, you know? Um, but anyway, the whole Gretzky thing, it, it was a different era, you know, like Gretzky did all those things. They, I don't know if anyone knows this. They, they had to come up with a Gretzky rule because of how he was kind of like scamming the system a little bit. Not saying he's not a great player. I'm not going down that road. Not saying what he did wasn't incredible. I mean, this is just human nature. We're going to find any advantage we can in whatever sport we're playing. I was talking about UFC when I started. I don't know how I got here. I guess we'll get to UFC in a minute. I only saw one fight. I guess there's not that much to talk about for me. Um, it was a different era. Think about this. Pads were smaller. You know, different set of rules. They had to come up with the Gretzky rule, which which basically says if you send your goon out to get in a fight with someone, it's not going to change it to four on four, which Gretzky wanted. It'll stay five on five, and those two jackasses that <laughs> were throwing hands at each other just sit in the penalty box until they served it. You know what I mean? So there's that whole rule they had to come up with. You know, to, to ensure that this guy wasn't going to have so much open ice and send his his bruiser out there to start a fight. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, there's just so many things that have changed. And, and think about how we've progressed as humans. Guys are bigger and stronger and faster. Uh, smarter. You could argue smarter, I think. It's it's a different game, and I'm not, I'm not discrediting... Wayne Gretzky at all in my opinion he'll always be the great one no matter if Ovechkin passes him or not you know what would be fucking hilarious though <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day you know they call Wayne Gretzky the great one what if after Ovechkin <laughs> beats his record his goal record they call uh, Ovechkin the greater one <laughs> What a slap in the face that would be. You know? Uh, <laughs> or the greatest one. You know, the great one and the greatest one. Like, oh my god. This dude's lived his whole life being the great one, and now you have the greatest one. <laughs> what 
a slap in the face. Oh, I'm going to say it. I need to tweet that soon. I really do. <laughs> Let's take another drink. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, as we progressed in sports, it seems like all we progress at. We don't progress in humanity. <laughs> you know, it's just sports. It's all we care about. Competition. Um, as players have progressed and strategies have progressed, it, it used to be the big bruisers, the, you know, you had to have at least one, uh, goon for lack of a better term on your team. You know, you at least had to have one goon in case the other team and, you know, sometimes you had three or four goons, you know, you're not a great team, but the, the other team's scared to fucking score on you because then you're going to go and beat the shit out of them every every other shift you know um but it's it's a moved away from that you know there are still big physical guys in the game but i mean there's just the speed is taken over colorado avalanche being a perfect example taking down the tampa bay lightning perfect example of how speed kills Speed and skill kill. You know, you have to have that skill. I mean, with with just speed. You're just like that kid in the Mighty Ducks who couldn't stop. <laughs> he could outskate anybody, but he couldn't fucking stop. You know, <laughs> that doesn't do you any good. So speed and skill wins. And that's what everybody's going to now. Like, you got the Eastern Conference teams. They have the bigger guys. You know, the Western Conference, we're, we're all going smaller and faster, you know, you, you have to factor in all of those things. You know, you can't you can't score as many as Wayne Gretzky if you can't even fucking catch the guy. And maybe that's a stupid theory, but I mean, I'm not wrong in the fact that the game has progressed. The strategies have changed a little bit. You know, uh, it's a different era. So for you know, I think the the pads are. Oh, no, the pads are smaller now. But, the, I mean, they <laughs> look at they're throwing in fucking goal. The pads don't matter anymore. <laughs> the fucking 7'11", Andre Vasilevsky, like he takes up the whole fucking goal. It doesn't matter if the pad. You have to make the pads fit him. You know, I'm not saying he's not athletic. He's one of my favorite fucking goalies, but, you know, <laughs> it's just... <laughs> Things have changed. It just seems like goalies used to just be short. Like their head would barely come above the crossbar. Maybe at the back of their neck when they stood up straight. <laughs> Maybe not that short. But you know what I'm saying. They just seem average height. 5'8 to 5'10. This guy's crazy enough to let people shoot shit at him. Shoot little rubber discs at his face. You know? I don't know. The, the, the game has changed. So for Ovechkin to be doing what he's doing um, is incredible. He is the greatest one once he surpasses Wayne Gretzky. You know, and he's going to. And, and the, the dude's still a tough son of a bitch. You know, he's still going strong, man. It's It's incredible. How fast did he turn gray? Or white, really, now? That happened quick. 
It was like one season he was a little salt and pepper, and the next season he's looking like fucking... I don't even know what. I can't even say. I can't even think of someone with white hair like that. I don't know why Johnny Quest just popped into my head. What was that guy's name on Johnny Quest? I can't remember. Let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. Anyway, moving on. Uh, what got me into all that somehow, I don't know how UFC and hockey coincide, but that's how my brain works. Uh, I just watched the Andrade. I say Andrade. Uh, they were saying Andrade on the broadcast. Andrade versus Blanchfield, and that was a quick one. Uh, Blanchfield coming out firing, dude. And, and you know, I watched um, Andrade a couple of weeks ago. Andrade a couple of weeks ago. Um, when she absolutely beat the shit out of that poor girl across from her. I can't remember her name, but hey, I'll give her some credit. She took a thumping and kept moving forward, dude. I don't know. She looked like the fucking elephant man when Andrade was done with her. I mean, just swollen up fucking forehead. It was awful. But she, I mean, she just kept taking it and moving forward and trying to figure out a way to beat her. She just couldn't do it. I mean, Andrade just beat the hell out of her. Uh, but not tonight. Blanchfield won by rear naked choke. Um, that's always an interesting name to me, rear naked choke. Why is it the rear naked choke? What's so naked about it? Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, uh, first round, I, I tweeted this even, you can follow me on Twitter at drink until you, um, <laughs> for my lame tweet, but yeah, I mean, uh, Blanchfield won round one easily. Um, Andrade did not expect those hands. That was fucking uh, very impressive. Um, Andrade has this bad habit. And I didn't like her in that first fight. When she beat the hell out of that one girl, I was like, if if this chick was any better, just slightly better, maybe had a little bit more defense so you're not whelped up so bad, but if she was slightly better, she might have fucking beat her because, Andra I mean, Andrade just not it, man. As tough as she looks, as muscled up as she is, Whatever fucking color you want to dye your hair, it doesn't make you fucking... Look at me talking shit. She'd probably put me in a rear naked choke in a second. Shut up, bitch. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just spectating, you know? That's, that's my job. That's what I do. But yeah, she just didn't look good even in that. It took her the whole fight and she still couldn't knock the chick out. She has this, like, lean to the right thing that it just drives me crazy because it's like... If anyone throws a good left kick, you're just dipping right down into it. I mean, you're just going to eat it every fucking time. And then she has this bad habit of pulling straight back. And it, I don't know if you watch boxing. I love boxing. But that's the one thing you don't want to do is pull straight back. That's how, I mean, a jab can reach back there. And that's what fucking Blanchfield was hitting her with. Jabbing her up, right cross, kicking her to the leg. Phenomenal job, man phenomenal job that it was a great fight for the round and a half that it lasted uh, blanchfield easily took that first round just fucking combinations great movement i mean andrade's like moving forward trying to dominate you know the space in the ring 
trying to take the center of the ring, as they say. Um, but yeah, Blanchfield had those fucking hands for her. Um, so she tagged her a lot in the first round. She got tagged a couple of times. Um, <clears throat> then the second round, she finally got her takedown. And that was pretty much it. She just got, I mean, a deep, as they say, um, choke. It was in deep. It was, I mean, it was full arm around the throat. And then you crank on that. It was like a couple of seconds later, Andrade's just tapping out, you know. Um, yeah, great fucking fight, man. That was, that was, and it sucks that I always see the last one of the night. It's like I'm busy during the day. I'm doing shit, and I'm like, "Oh my god, yeah, UFC's on." And then I log on. I log on, and I get the last one of the night, which I am glad I saw that one at least. But uh, it would have been a lot more. Why was it so quiet, too? By the way, in that event, like the last couple of events I've seen, the crowd is just going nuts. It was like a, a COVID thing all, all over again. It's like there was no one in the stadium. <laughs> you just hear the. The cornermen just yelling out certain things at certain times because that's all there is in there. Just cornermen and fucking referee. I guess the the card girls have to sit there awkwardly. No one's staring at my ass. Ugh. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Why was it so damn quiet? Is there a COVID thing going? I, I don't know. I don't know what the hell is going on. I know UFC is not in the business of throwing events and not having anyone show up. So why did no one show up? And those things are getting big nowadays. There had to be something. Some sort of regulation. I, I don't know. It's weird. Um, but yeah, congratulations to Blanchfield. That was impressive. You know, that was that was great. I, 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 I saw some flaws in Andrade's game. That fight before the last. And, uh, yeah, she exposed her. She kept pulling straight back, and that jab would come and knock her head back a little bit. I thought she was going to get knocked out. She hit her with a solid fucking right in that first round, and she just shook her. And then, like an undisciplined fighter, Andrade just started almost like windmilling at her. You know, like... In elementary school, you, you punch a kid, he doesn't really know how to fight. He just starts swinging his arms and walking toward you. That's what she did, and the whole time, Blanchfield did the perfect thing. Just back up, back up. She threw about 10 shots, and she didn't hit her with one. It's like, yes, that's going to come in handy if it goes to the fourth or fifth round. Because, she, you know, she's going to be fucking tired. And Andrade is a, is a big woman. Solid. Legs are solid. Shoulders are solid. Everything. Solid. That's a lot of weight to carry around around the ring. And, you know, I'm not calling her fat, obviously. She's a fucking just ripped as fuck. She's got a lot of muscle on her, man. That's a, that's a lot to carry around. Um, anyway, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. So I got to tell you guys... About this show I found um, on Netflix. Uh, you might have heard of it. You probably have heard of it. I don't know if you've watched it yet. It's called Ancient Apocalypse on Netflix. And I'm fucking fascinated, dude. 
Um, I've seen Graham Hancock on Joe Rogan, obviously. I can't remember his partner's name that he <clears throat> he always goes on there with. But they seem like really good friends. And they do a lot of research or whatever together. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a great show, man. It's, uh, it's all about <clears throat> how, you know, we've been told how old the world is, you know, scientists and all this and that, you know, this, this is how old the world is and this is how we can tell and all this and that. And this is when human civilization, civilization started and, you know, we can, we have the accounts here and, you know, all this and that. And basically what Graham Hancock is doing is saying like, it's no, like we're wrong about that. Yes. These people that you're talking about did exist, but there was human race that weren't just hunter gatherers before this, before what you're talking about, before what you, and, and the crazy thing is, it's like, I don't understand why, you know, he's saying he's getting all this pushback from scientists and they call him a pseudoscientist and, you know, he's a author or whatever and what I, whatever they want to say about him to discredit him. But I don't get the pushback. I don't understand. Like, isn't that the point of science? is to like push the boundaries. Isn't that how we've made like amazing discoveries is by someone saying, is the earth really flat though? You know, of course they were fucking probably murdered for saying shit like that, which is wild to me. Also, someone disagrees with me, kill him. It's like, Jesus, dude, like you don't want to have a conversation. Fuck man. I guess back then you could just do that kind of shit and it was okay. Murder him. He disagrees with me. He he's a he's of a different sect of the same religion. Under the umbrella of Christianity, he's a Catholic. Kill him. It's like, dude, what the fuck? You don't want to hear him out for a minute? Like <laughs> I guess that's just how it was back then, man. It's just like stomp out Stomp out the other you know, anyone who doesn't believe what you believe, I guess that's how you, I don't know. <laughs> you can have different beliefs and exist together. It's a thing, you know? But anyways, this show, Ancient Apocalypse, is fucking fascinating, man. They're talking about all these, and I believe it. This is going to get very conspiracy theory. This is going to get very uh, UFO magazine sighting of Bigfoot real quick, but... You know, there, there's just like some things bouncing around in my head of like, you know, since I've started watching, I haven't finished it yet and I'm, I'm going to finish it. I'm not sure how many episodes it is, but I'm going to finish it and then I'm going to watch it all again because I'm, I'm, it's just like a great movie. There's some things in there that I missed, but yeah, um, they're just talking about, you know, that that's the big debate. How old is human civilization? Because... It was thought at the Ice Age that, you know, everybody, every human was just a hunter-gatherer, and that's all we did. We just hunted, we gathered, and we survived. And he, Graham Hancock is saying, no, there were civilizations that were thriving. And at the end of the Ice Age, you know, it's like, um, it's weird how multiple cultures around the world all have an account of like a, just a massive cataclysm, I can't even say the word, cataclysm, 
cataclysmic event. The world just flooding. I mean, you've heard this uh, Noah's Ark. You know, and I'm not I'm not certain on the time periods. They haven't mentioned Noah's Ark. I'm just throwing this stuff out there. You've heard these stories before, and they come from multiple different cultures that, you know, didn't have contact with each other. You know? There was no contact between any of these, but somehow these stories have been passed down from generation to generation to generation about this massive flood that wipes out like 98% of the people that existed... You know, and uh, it's like that's not a coincidence, man. And, and that's exactly what he's pointing to. It's not a coincidence that we all have these accounts of this shit happening. You know, I guess in the same way that a snap, well, we call it a snap freeze or whatever. But in the same way that a snap freeze can happen, I guess the opposite happened. And the world heated up so much to the point that it melted all the ice that existed and it flooded every, you know, massive floods or whatever. It's like, it's hard for me to even imagine that happening. Like, and, and I'm Texan, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's 60 degrees and then the, the, the next day it'll be 80, you know, like that's a, that's a snap temperature rise, whatever you want to call it, heat up. But they're, they're basically saying within like a couple of days time, if even that, the heat of the planet rose so much that it melted all the ice caps and there was giant floods and wiped out a shit ton of people. It's fucking fascinating, dude. And and like I said, the different accounts of these things happening around the world of people who didn't know each other and had no way to connect with each other. I mean, it's not just a coincidence. You know, it's not just a story, you know, of getting all the fucking animals on the boat so we can all survive you know like why did that happen in the first place you know it's not just a i don't know what i'm trying to say a fairy tale a fantasy it doesn't seem like seems like these are uh, real accounts you know and another thing they brought up was this bearded like after these cataclysmic here we go again cataclysmic events I really have to take a minute for my brain to process that word. Um, a stranger would show up out of nowhere. And th this is also multiple accounts of different cultures. A stranger, a bearded stranger would show up out of nowhere and teach people how to farm, teach people how to grow crops, you know, teach people how to be more civilized. So it's like that got me thinking. I'm like... That's really weird. It almost seems like planned. This bearded, whatever savior you want to call him, came out of nowhere to help people like grow and and be, you know, what we've become today—a society, an advanced society. It's like that's strange, man. It's like it almost feels like we're the experiment. You know, it's like if aliens exist and we are the experiment, they're like Jesus. These people are fucking stupid they're not figuring they're, they're just hunting and gathering this sucks <laughs> this is boring i don't want to watch this channel anymore all right cause the flood make the flood happen wipe them all out we got to send somebody in to show them what the fuck to do to advance their society so they're not just i mean we're we were just content with existing that's not fun if you're placing bets on human you know different people around the world who's going to figure it out first none of them 
None of them fucking figured it out until you wipe everybody out and you send a bearded figure to teach you how to be civilized <laughs> and how to sustain yourself intelligently. Oh, shit, we can grow these things that we hunt and we gather? We can grow the, you know, we can make these things mate that we hunt? Oh, I, and now I get it. Um, I'm trying to remember his name. I'm going to fuck that one up, too. It's like coaxial almost. Co coaxolatl? Okay, I can't remember. That sounded like a bird of some sort. But anyways, that got me thinking, dude. Um, it's like, think about like today's society. Like there, we have a lot of structures. Um, give me one second. <clears throat> we have a lot of structures in, in the world that would be hard. I mean, it would take thousands and thousands and thousands of years to tear all this shit down you know think of a fucking skyscraper like we've come to a point where it's gonna be if the world gets wiped out it's gonna really be hard to deny that there were there was an excuse me advanced civilization here before you know we've come that far i actually wonder how long it would take like for if, a, if we stop just maintaining a skyscraper how long would it take for it to just deteriorate and you know and fall and crumble into nothing with everything you know the steel and everything we put into these structures these days like how long would it fucking take for that to just go away and not exist or would it be like that you know the pyramids and, and that's another crazy thing man i could talk about another hour about the pyramids but the the pres precision i looked it up the other day it's like the center point uh, one of the pyramids, I can't, there's three, I can't remember which one, I think it's the biggest one, is literally the center point of the fucking earth. Like where it is placed is the center point of the earth. It's, it's fucking nuts. How did they do that? <laughs> How did they know that? That's so advanced, it's, it's insane. But anyways, moving on to our time. Think about this, dude. If some cataclysmic... There we go. He said it the first time. Uh, event happened, and we all just got wiped out. Let's just say there's a great flood around the world. 98% of the human population got wiped out. Takes thousands and thousands of years to rebuild again and be a you know advanced society. Dude, think about the internet. <laughs> Everything you've ever put on the internet would be just gone. No one would ever know it existed. Every tweet you've ever made, every Wikipedia article you've ever read, every Google search, I mean, it wouldn't exist. That's fucking nuts to think, and it's only nuts to think about because there is so much information on the internet. There's so much goddamn, I mean, it's endless. There is so much shit on the internet. It's like all of that would just get wiped out and be gone and no one would ever know. Any of these thoughts that we had that we wrote down, like it would just, the puzzle pieces would just not exist anymore. That's wild to think about. So, with that said, this is where it's going to get really fucking sci fi here. Uh, with that said, what if 
the advanced civilizations from before had things like that. You know? What if they had things like that? And it just got wiped out and we'll never fucking find it. That's pretty wild, man. That's pretty wild to think about. So, uh, anyways, I'll leave you with that. That's going to do it for me. Let's go ahead and finish off this Twisted Tea. Um, and I'll talk to you guys next fucking week. Don't drink a drive. Get an Uber. Get a lift. Cheers, everybody. Alright guys. Oh, it's cold on my teeth. That's it. I'll talk to you guys soon. Be safe out there. I love you all. Bye!